Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to Friday's edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, we rejoice in you. We thank you for all of these marvelous things that are happening all over the world. They're happening here at EMIC. They're happening in place. Oh, my, 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 my. And we're rejoicing in it. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't forget the downloads, okay? <laughs> Amen. Uh, let's go back over here now to Isaiah chapter 55, which is our, our golden text for all last week and this week. My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. Doing things God's way, doing things, thinking God's thoughts. This is so vitally important. Let, let me refresh your thinking here for a moment now. The natural way of thinking is to look and see, feel and see, and, and so forth and so on. You know, you love me, I love you. You mean to me, I mean to you. That's the natural carnal way everybody lives in the world. And most Christians, I'm sad to say, that they, they wouldn't if they knew any better, but most of them don't know any better. Now, the love way, the word way, the faith way, by my spirit saith the Lord. Now, we, when we were talking about this yesterday and talking about total immersion and uh, the 12th chapter of the, the book of Matthew, we read this, <clears throat> this verse. I want you to listen to what Jesus said. Um, you generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. Now that's whether it's good or bad. Whatever's in there, I mean, you're the sweetest, you're the, you're the sweetest little person in the world, and we just wouldn't say anything like that for for any for any reason. But all of a sudden, the attack comes. Oh, oh God, oh God, oh God, she's gonna die. Oh God, she's gonna die. Oh God, she's gonna die. She's gonna die. I don't care if you are crying out to God. She's going to die. Why? You're saying she's going to die. Fear has control. Fear is a spiritual force, and it connects you to the spirit of fear, which is the spirit of death, Satan himself. How big can it be? How huge this is to be totally immersed in the Word of God Complete every every moment you can cut off all that TV mess, cut off all that killing, murder, and mayhem. You don't need that in you. Get totally immersed in the Word of God if you want to be totally powerful in faith. Now I want you to watch this. My name is Julia Reams, and I am from Cleveland, Missouri. It was June 25th of last year, 2015, and we'd gone to a friend's house. And so they had flotation devices and everything. My kids were geared up. We were in the water swimming. We were having a great time. We'd been there for a few hours. And then it was just like, time to go. It was evening time. I made my kids get out. I said, Lucas, take off your floating stuff. Took it off. He's a super obedient. I mean, he's just like, 
was the easiest kid because he obeyed, he listened. And so don't get back in the pool, Lucas. And he's good. Yep, I won't do it. He obeys. He went actually outside the pool area to play in the grass. So I went to go in the house. We're spending all this time looking for him. Go in the house, not in the bathroom. Okay, I said, maybe he got my mom's car hoping to go home with her. Mom, check your car. My mom opens the car door. He's not in there. So we're just, and we're all just standing right by the pool. Lucas, screaming for him, Lucas, what the heck? And by this point, you do get a little elevated because you're like, where is he? And then all of a sudden, the man that was in the pool kind of looks back behind him and he says, oh my God, he's at the bottom of the pool. So we had spent this whole time, five minutes plus searching for him. And the whole time he was just in the pool. So my sister jumps in the pool, just immediately grabs him throws him out of the pool. And I remember her going, oh my God. And I said, her name's Jonna. I said, Jonna, gain control. Keep your composure. She throws him, he's blue, he's not breathing. He looks, he's lifeless, he's dead. And I just am praying in tongues out loud and I start doing CPR on him and I'm doing chest compressions and then mouth to mouth. And the whole time I'm just praying in tongues. And then my sister comes in beside me and she starts praying in tongues. And then all of a sudden she gets right down in his face and she says, Lucas, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead on the third day is the same spirit that dwells inside of you and brings life to your mortal body. And I just started agreeing with her. Yes, you will live and not die in the name of Jesus. You will live, you hear me? You will live in the name of Jesus. And I'm doing it and all of a sudden I just see this color come over him and he starts coughing and he throws up and he's color come back. He's taking these shallow breaths, but he's still unconscious. And so we just keep speaking the word, kept speaking it. And at EMTs got there about that time and we get in the ambulance and we start, I pray in tongues the whole way there. And I try not to look back, but on the way there, he had coded again, which he'd stopped breathing again. So at that moment, I, I caught myself in the natural What's happening? Is he not breathing? And I remember saying this and I, I just I just felt this thing on me like, turn around, look forward and speak what you know. And so I just did, I just totally blocked that out. I just kept speaking the word and praying in tongues the whole way there. So then we go to the Children's Mercy, we get there and we get there late at 8.30 at night. And I remember the doctor coming out and just saying, he is breathing, but he's not breathing on his own. And she just said, so if we make it through the night, you know, we have a long road ahead of us. And I just remember immediately being like, no, we don't. No, we don't, I'm not. We're not gonna have a long road ahead of us. This is quick. And, um, you know, after that, then they try to start, they start trying to convince you that if he does live, he'll probably have brain damage. And then you just start being like, no, no, he's going to fully be restored better than what he was before. And within eight hours, he went from probably not gonna make it through the night, according to the doctors, to, oh my gosh, have you seen what's happening? And the nurse was just like ecstatic, like, come here, come look at this. I mean, she was freaking out. Look at this, look at this. And within, and they had to keep him sedated for eight hours or three days, but we just kept speaking the word. I. There was tape on his body keeping, you know, tubes down. I wrote scriptures on every piece of tape on his body. We put scriptures all over the walls. We put praise and worship music in his room. And it was just one of these things where it was like, nothing's coming in this room that is not life-giving. And that's it. And 
that's what happened. It truly brought life to a situation what the enemy had intended for death. And this was even crazy too. I had a doctor who chose our case, asked to be on it because he had drowned when he was a child. And there was something about it that he said he just was, he really wanted to be a part of it. And I just thought, praise you God. I feel like God gave us that doctor who wanted to, who, who understood it and wanted to be a part of this and share it with us. Three days later, they finally let him wake up because now they say, okay, his brain hasn't swelled. They let him get up, but then the doctor was like, looks like he's eating good, he's breathing good, he's walking good. Do you guys just want to go home? And we said, yes, we'd love to just go home. And that was it. It was like, we go home and that was it. Because we called on the name of Jesus and we stood on the promises of the word, this is the product. This is what happens. Partnership is way more than just like saying it or getting free things or whatever. You're, you have not only Kenneth and Gloria, but you have so many other people standing in prayer, you know, and knowing that people are there standing with you is a huge deal. Now, I want you to see that because you remember when Julia, uh, when somebody, one of the family members said something, she said, no, 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 no. You get a hold of yourself. You get, yeah, you understand that? See, Julia is so full of the Word of God that in that pressure, she's looking at her dead child. Oh, God, he's dead, he's dead. It had been over right there. They'd have buried that boy. But she took command authority the authority of the believer. This is something that has been so little taught. You have the name of Jesus. You have the authority of Jesus. Now listen, they overcame him, the devil, by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Now, you remember what we said, the love way, the word way, the faith way, the word, the, the spirit of God, not my power, my, my spirit, saith the Lord, and the blood covenant way. Amen. I'm going to go over here at the book of Hebrews, and we're going to take a look here in the, uh, uh, in the ninth chapter of the book of Hebrews, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats and ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God. Purge your consciousness from dead works to serve the living God. Purge your consciousness. Now listen to the 10th chapter. For the law, having a shadow of good things to come in the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered because the worshipers once purged should have had no more sin consciousness. 
Now, no more consciousness of sin. That the blood, the blood has purged us. The blood of Jesus, Revelation 12, 11, like, like I mentioned there, mentioned there a moment ago. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Glory to God. Now, Jesus, Jesus said this. You remember this? I mean, he, he, just, he just, just raised from the dead. He said, all authority has been, all authority, all authority, uh, say authority, all authority has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Therefore, you go. Where? In all the world. In all the world, take my name. Preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. In my name, cast out devils. There is nowhere in the New Testament that says, ask God and he'll get the devil off of you. The apostle Paul tried it three times and, and, and the spirit of God said, no, you do it. I've given you revelations. My grace is sufficient. Now you do it. Amen. The authority of the believer, <laughs> the blood way, the blood covenant way, every word in this book is blood-backed covenant. Whoa. And, I, and I, Julia and, and, and the, the, the rest of them there with her, her family, they began to speak the word of God in authority. They took authority over death. She said, no, God, hallelujah, he'll not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. Just speaking the word of God, speaking the name of Jesus. And, and this is what thrilled me. The, the nurses said, Look at this! Look at this! Look at this! Now, hey, don't get the don't don't get any idea we're we're crosswise with medical science. We are not. Thank God for them. They're fighting the same devil of sickness and disease that we are, and, and we don't stand up in their face and say, no, 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 that ain't the way it's going to happen. No, no, we thank them. We, we we thank them. Well, there's nothing we can do. Well, listen, I I want to thank you, sir, for for your diagnosis, and and, and we we appreciate you. But you know, we're believers and Jesus is the great physician and we're standing on his word and, and, and we, we thank you in this. Praise God. Don't, don't ever mistreat anybody. That, I mean, hey, that goes right crosswise with the law of love and you don't need to be doing that when you need to be using your faith because faith worketh by love. No love, no faith. Grace works by faith. No love, no faith, no faith, no grace. Without grace, <laughs> you have sunk. Your ship is going down fast. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Whoa, don't you love it? I love the word of God. Hallelujah more than I love my life. And so the whole thing, doing it God's way. Now you can't do it on a knee-jerk situation. You've got to know his way. How are you going to know it? The word is his way. You have to know that he is love. You have to know that he doesn't do anything out of love. He never does anything without the word. He never does anything without faith. He never does anything without the Holy Spirit. He never does anything without the blood of the lamb. He never, he just, he doesn't do it. Amen. And so you get out of these old natural ways. Oh, I tell you what, I just... And the devil comes along and says, why don't you let me see if you feel it? Why don't you let me see? Why don't you feel of it? 
Why don't you feel of your broke toe? You remember that? Why don't you feel of that broke toe? Why don't you look at it? It's all black and blue. It's all broke and black and blah, blah. Your baby's dead. Oh, I know. That's not the way Jairus act when he went to Jesus. He fell down at his feet and he said, you come lay, my little daughter's at the point of death. I pray thee come lay your hands on her, she'll live. Never said another word except she'll live. Even after they came and told him, your daughter's dead, don't trouble Jesus any further. And he didn't say a word. Jesus turned around to him and he said, stop the fear, you believe only and she'll be made whole. Isn't that Wonderful. I'm telling you, Jesus is Jesus. Amen. <laughs> oh, glory. Somebody right... Uh, somebody's child right now. What is that, Lord? Fever. High fever. In fact, this is th 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 this broadcast is playing right there in the room of that child right now. Maybe more than one of these. I, Lord, I, I, I speak the word of faith. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, family, receive the healing. Don't, don't hey, hey, get a hold of your emotions right now. All of you out there, just get a hold of your emotions right now, whatever kind of situation you're in. If you shouted some, something like that out of your mouth, don't be ashamed of it. Just stop and say, Lord, I repent. I repent. I repent. And then I take it back. I take it back. No, no, I speak words of faith. Help me, Father. Help me, Father. Help me, Jesus. Help me speak the right words here. He'll help you. He's, try, he's trying to get you well. He's not trying to hurt you. No, glory to God. Help me. Now, I inquire of you for words, sir. I inquire for you for words. I, I want to be like Jesus and only say what I hear my father say. And it'll come right up on the inside of you, things that you didn't even know you knew. Particularly, you may be standing right there, oh God, I don't know how to pray in tongues. <laughs> Help me. Hey, come on. Amen. Well, I didn't know you could do that. I know you didn't, but the, I just told you. Amen. I, I know these things. I've been doing this over 50 years now. I know these things. I've experienced these things. I've seen it happen. I've talked to other people that it happened. I've had it happen to me. Amen. Well, I didn't know what to do. Situation I'm thinking about right now, I had no idea what to do. And I just laid my head back on the car seat and I said, I'm inquiring of you for words, Lord. And I just I always turn here to listen. Don't try to hear with these. That Jesus said, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And you turn right in here. If you need to, put your, put your hands right there and say, oh, oh, that small voice, I need to hear it right now, Lord. I need to hear it right now, Lord. And a verse of Scripture, that's what happened to me. A verse of Scripture just came up. And I just spoke it word for word as it came up. And it was a Scripture I'd never used before in that kind of situation. And it, it just broadened my knowledge of that Scripture. I thought, yeah, glory to God. He'll do that for you. That's why he's in here. <laughs> that's the advantage we have. Well, I'm not so sure I see the advantage of speaking with other tongues. Um, let, me, let, me, let me help you with this. He that speaketh, I'm talking about in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. 
He that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men, but unto God. Now see, this is a supernatural way of speaking to God and get you out of this natural mind. You remember, you remember what Julius said? We all praying in tongue. We all praying in tongue. Well, yeah. Man, I mean, you need to get out of your mind. Copeland, you're out of your mind. Yeah, I've been out of it for a long time. Amen. And you, 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 I got to have this. I got to know it. I got to know it right now. Amen. I have it. I have it. I receive it. I receive it. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Go, glory to God. That in an, any kind of emergency situation, get a hold of your emotions. Say, say this out loud. My mind, my will, my emotions. My mind is my mind. My emotions are my emotions. My will is my will. Nobody or no devil can make me think something I don't want to think. It is my will to accept and walk in God's will in all matters of life. He's smarter than I am, and his will is 100% in my favor. Jesus said for me to pray like that, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, what Jesus is saying, you pray the will of heaven is there any sickness in heaven? No. Is there any death in heaven? No. Is anybody drowning in heaven? No. No, no, no. Is anybody broken, hurt, and poverty in heaven? No. That's the will of God in the earth. Thy will be done. You're, you can put, replay, do it like this. God, you see, God has a plan. He's laid out a plan for every born human before the foundation of the world, and it is beyond all you can ask or think. And when you got born again, you tapped into that plan. Thy plan, your plan be done in my life, in my family, in my business, in my ministry, as it is in heaven. Father, I must know that plan. Now, I want to read this to you. Whoa, I'll tell you what, you better fashion your feet seatbelt your feet belt too, because <laughs> you're going to jump and run around the room and I read you this. Hey, hey, th th hey, listen to this. Are you listening? This is Colossians chapter one, the apostle Paul. Listen to this. For this ninth verse, chapter one, this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be Fill, say fill, with the knowledge of his will. Listen, we've been talking about it for two weeks. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That's the point where you run around the room. That Whoa, glory to God. Oh my. <laughs> glory to God. Did you get that? Hallelujah. That's God's will. 
You can find it. You can know it. It's on the inside of you. He wants you to have his will. Whatever his will is for you, it is so much bigger. It is so much richer. I'm talking about in every way, spirit, soul, body, and finances. It is from God will make you rich. He said he lifts up the poor out of the dunghill and set them on high above princes. Hallelujah. Whoa. I'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.